you telling me you saw Ted Jones? I have to cut this part out, but really? and she was like one of the first, one of the only girls who's ever asked me out on a date. Yes, I just listened to our last episode uh, as um I told you before as we uh, started, but. What's up? How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm terrific. You know, in athleisure, you look very nice. I like your oh, outfit. Okay, so you look pretty artsy, New York artsy. Okay, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm trying to be like um, Gen Z. Yeah. But I'm part of this. <laughs> I forgot to cancel my like fashion rental. Like I have a fashion rental service that's like a hundred dollars a month. Was like rent the runway? It's not. It's called Newly. Uh-huh. And um, they. I forgot to cancel it for October. And so I was like, let me just have fun with it. And I just ordered a bunch of like oversized Gen Z clothes. Do they just send you a few articles of clothing every month you and get, you kind of pick it? Yeah, six articles of clothing a month and you pick. <laughs> Wait, but you can pick anything? Like you pick six hats for the month if you'd like? No, it's not hats or shoes. It's like oh. pants, skirts, dresses, sweaters. Oh, okay. So it's, it's only good for girls. It's only for right, girls. You were gonna yeah, say yeah. it was only for girls. But um, it's pretty fun. Yeah, that sounds fun, I guess. Yeah, because then I don't really need to buy clothes, you know? Because I own yeah. some clothes and it's like, this is so cute, but it's like a sundress. How often am I wearing a sundress? Do you find yourself emptying out your closet and drawers a lot? We're getting right into it. I love it. No, see, I never do. That's the problem. Yeah. I just buy things and then I'm looking through my closet. It's like, well, I wore this thing once. It was a $70 dress. I kind of feel the same way, except like, you know, but I like, wear my dresses more, more than once. Do you boys wear like their formal wear often? No, it's so annoying. Exactly. And it takes up so much space in the closet. And every time you wear it, you have to get it cleaned because it's just wrinkled. And anytime I travel with it, it's a nightmare. I don't know how guys travel with suits. I don't do, know how you boys do it. Do God, do you own tuxes or does everyone rent tuxes? I love how you asked that. So I went to this <laughs> black tie wedding. Yeah, because you need a tux. Like two weeks ago. Wait a second. And you know, you never really need a tux at a black tie wedding being a guy for the most part. Oh, I didn't know that. I go, there's 150 guys. I am the only guy wearing a freaking suit. I guess I just got to bite the bullet now. I'm 31 and a half. Like I got, I got to have a I just thought people tux. were like renting tuxes. Okay. Yeah, but it's kind of gross if you think about it. Well, these are, cl- like I rented these clothes. Interesting. Like these aren't mine. Oh, so. I return they- them at the end of the month. Wow. Yeah, but if I, I want, think about but that. if I want to buy them, yeah. I get a discount. Okay, so you pay X amount of dollars per month to rent six articles of clothing yeah, for and then that you month. give it back. Yeah, but sometimes you get clothes and it has a tags on it. Like no one's ever worn it before. Yeah. But sometimes you get clothes and there there's like stuff stuff wrong with them. But it's like, it's vintage. People like it. Well, I don't think it's vintage. I just think it's, <laughs> it's been worn too many times and they should probably get rid of that you one think? out of circulation. Right. Well, the thing is with tuxedos though, I feel like for the most part, anytime I'm really in a suit, like I'm sweating. If it's a bar mitzvah wedding, I'm going ham. I'm yeah. dancing a lot. And if I'm renting a tux, they're probably taking it on Sunday after I'm done with it. And then they're renting out to the next guy on Monday. Like, how clean could that tux be? Yeah. I don't. But then it's like, do you buy? I don't, okay. Here's another question. Sorry. I have so many questions. No, about we boy love it. The, we love the pot. It's for the pot. Okay. So, you know how women, it's always like, oh, I feel like I always see these things. Women, like, always keep their wedding dresses. You know, it's a whole big thing. Do men keep their wedding tuxes? <laughs> do they? Do all men wear tuxes at their wedding? Yes, right? Yeah. Like, if that's what you wear when you're the groom? Eh, I don't know. Maybe if it's a black tie, definitely. But if it's just like a regular kind of wedding, I think you wear a suit. You wear like that kind of classic gray suit, maybe the same one as your groomsmen. I don't, I don't know a lot about weddings just because I haven't had a girlfriend in a few years. Yep. And like now's like the time when I'd be going to a lot of weddings. So. Yeah, I mean, I go, so I go and all my friends who are like, I know getting the dress is like such a big deal. And then you keep the dress in the box. Yeah. And like, but I'm like, what about this man's yeah, about tuxedo? Yeah. Is he just keeping that locked away? Girls and guys have a lot of differences when it comes to wearing something to a special occasion. Like girls for black ties can kind of get get uh, funky with it. They can wear whatever they want. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
or not wear whatever they want, but it's like a specific type of really nice fashion. Yes, yes. But like that's the thing where you want the rental service because like you get a nice dress and you're like, but if it's like a, a statement, you don't want to then wear it to all the weddings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, oh it's like, she wore that last time. Yeah, because it's like memorable. <laughs> Otherwise, you're wearing like the same like plain black dress. So are you wearing. allowed to order something for a wedding on this yeah. service? You can do like formal wear. Is that another category that you have to pay more for? No. But that's how like Rent the Runway started, I think. Is was to what's the rent. deal with it? If, if you can kind of explain, I also don't know so okay, much about it. I'm so like, you guys don't know. <laughs> rent the runway was like is another rental service where you can rent like everyday clothes, and you get a certain number a month, and it's like a hundred dollars or something for the month. But they're not your clothes, and then you have to return them. But I think the way Rent the Runway started was that women would like order dresses for like a weekend for weddings. Like I remember it being very like you'd go on the website and you'd pick it up at like a rent the runway store and you'd look through like all the different dresses you could wear for a wedding. But now it's like, you know, all like any clothes. But I think it started out as like four formal events. So you didn't have to repeat outfits or go out and buy a new outfit every right, time. Cause I, th I think I've seen a shark tank episode where maybe a bridal company came into the tank and they were saying that they were going to rent out their wedding dresses. And some of the sharks thought it was a brilliant idea. And others were like, ew, like who wants to wear somebody else's bridal dress? How'd you feel about that? Like the wedding dress or yeah, like the literal wedding dress that like you're supposed to keep for your daughter. That's what's see. I just feel like a lot of, I mean, I don't know if I'd particularly, I don't think, I don't think about like my wedding as like the event of my life. Okay. I don't really think. But la on the last episode we were talking about um, how you were like, am I married yet? Yes. But you're talking about the party isn't the event of your yes. life. It's just like, I don't think like I have friends who are planning weddings and it's like, we got, we need a planner and we have like an event and you have mm -hmm. to get, and it's like, you have to get the, and it's, just seems like, I'm like, I don't, so I don't know if I'd even like, I don't, first of all, I couldn't afford a really nice dress. So it's like, would I care if I rented it out to someone? But I think a lot of people would be like, no, this is special. I want my own wedding dress. Yeah. I think there's just like, and then you have to return it. You have to give it back to them. Yeah. It just seems like the, that there's a really big taboo though about the wedding not being the biggest thing ever. Like when people have a small wedding and not that many people are invited, maybe the wedding dress, the tuxes aren't as nice. People are like, well, ew, why are you doing it like that? Why aren't you spending all the money you have on your oh, wedding? Oh, I don't have any money. And my <laughs> parents don't have any. Well, that's what no, I'm just saying. First of all, you will. I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out, you'll be ready for a wedding, obviously. Yeah. But in general, you're supposed to put everything you have into the wedding. That's what people. I know. I feel like still even think today. No, it's true. Weddings are like a big event, but I don't have any money. My parents wouldn't be able to throw me a wedding, like a really nice one. Where maybe your husband would be able to. Right? I mean, if I'm marrying rich, lately I'm like. Why not, right? I, know, I mean, it's the goal. <laughs> but then I'm like, who's rich? Everyone, I don't want to, when you say rich, I don't want to like ask you like what number you're defining that as, but I guess why not? We're on the pod. You know, well, actually. If you're saying somebody's rich. Like you meet a guy at a comedy show. He's like, hey, you were really funny out there. You want to get married? And he, well, is he making like at least six figures? You tell me. Well, like, first of all, in New York, that might. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's not even that <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the other thing is I don't also understand how money works. So like, I would just like, like, do they, okay. I want it to be like, do they live alone in an area that's hip and upcoming? And okay. do they have their own apartment and they can afford it? And do they go to work every single day? So that's a rich man to you. Yeah. All right. Anyone with a job is so, rich to okay, me. Okay, so we got it. Maybe <laughs> we got like, a lot of guys writing in. Uh, that seems reasonable. Yeah. How much should a guy spend on the first date? This has been a topic of discussion for many generations, I'm sure. Okay, okay. Well, here, okay. So it depends on, here's my rules for first date. Okay. Is it should not be 
I think you should only do like coffee or like alcohol drinks. Like I think drinks only, I think no food. Cause I think sometimes you meet up with someone and you know immediately the vibe, like you would know immediately if it's like a, a hard pass. And then sometimes you're like, have to sit through a meal with them. But it's interesting though, if you get the hard pass right away, it's like, did you not vet them well enough on the dating apps, which sometimes it's pretty tough, tough to do. I think, well, you can have a good conversation on the dating apps, but it's like you meet in person and they don't look like their profile photos. I've had that. I've also just had guys come in really bad outfits. And for some reason that was like unforgivable, like a really like bad outfit. Like a really, like a weird corduroy vest. Yeah. It's just like a lot of guys wear like, um, I've had a couple guys who wear like, jewelry like rings and it upsets me like i think certain guys can pull it off but a lot of guys it's yeah off-putting or yeah. like chain necklaces like so i but would you like the like star of david maybe mm, a really small one no i don't i don't really like i mean i like that's the only one i've ever even thought about potentially wearing but i would never i know i mean i guess chains. like a plain chain is fine but this one but sometimes it's like long chains and then the rings the bulky chunky rings also this might be um superficial of me but do you ever hear someone's voice and it's like uh, immediate like it's just you know what I mean? Or sometimes somebody's name, which I feel bad about. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to tell all my boys that that's this girl's name. Oh, interesting. Like that's her name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty superficial as well. But like, I don't want to be. Hey, John. She's from Germany. It's Jan. Like, yeah. Like, and like my boy's like, dude, how's John? Yeah. I'm like he, I mean, she's great. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I, I can get, I can, like but at least if, but you can get their name from the app. Yeah, right, right, right. I right. can't tell what someone sounds like necessarily. Unless they do one of those like voice note things. And, like, when, and those, those creep me out. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's always like proof of musical talent, them like playing a piano and singing. I'm, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It's like always that. It's like, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. We're in it just at, our generation is turning up. We don't really know what to do with it. At least the kids who are growing up now, like they have, will have mastered TikTok and Instagram and oh, yeah, online yeah, yeah, dating. Yeah. Like we just got thrown in the mix. Like online dating, what, five or six years ago was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Like our parents were on Match.com. And now yes. most people have two dating apps on their phone. I know. It's so weird. Like I think about um, like some of those like early 2000s like rom-coms where the person's like, I signed you up for a dating site. And they're like, that's humiliating. Yeah. And you're like. I, yeah. Meanwhile, you're, I'm just like swiping left and right. Like, okay. You're not even paying attention yeah, and to I'm the not movie. even watching the movie. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's just, and it's just like constantly. But you know what I've started doing. But then I'm like, is this also just because I don't find dating to really be like fun? Like sometimes it can be if you vibe well, but I find a lot of it to be like almost tedious because it's like it's almost like looking for a job, like you're looking for a person and it's stressful too yeah it's so so yeah and you're like and so i just like get so frustrated when i feel like i've got i walked or like i went somewhere for an hour i took a train an hour met up with this person and immediately you just know it's not there and you're like well now i fucking have to hang out with you and like you know what i mean so what i've started doing which i think people like feel takes the romance out of it is if I meet them on a dating app, I ask them to like FaceTime me first. I love that. Well, cause it, like that way you can at least see if there's a vibe before either of us waste our time or energy or money, you know? That's definitely the move. And I think that should be implemented way more into like the dating app features, maybe FaceTime before your date. I think for a while Hinge was doing that over the pandemic. 
and I appreciated it. But then they stopped pushing it. Yeah, they wanted just more swipes. Yeah. They're like, don't worry about the face. I'm just going on the date. And then yeah. they're like, you could delete it after, but you don't have to. Don't, yeah. Don't delete it. Oh my God. I know they're like the app designed to be deleted. And I'm yeah. like, really? Liars. I know. Cause everyone on here is crazy. Yeah. I mean, me too, but, <laughs> oh, but back to the original question at hand about how much does someone pay? Ooh. I think you get drinks. If it's coffee, you get a coffee or two, maybe a pastry. Okay. If it's drinks, I think no one should be doing more than like four drinks on a first date. Whoa. You mean per person? Yeah. Four drinks is a lot. I feel like nobody should be doing more than two on a date. <laughs> I've like a hundred percent done like four right? drinks. That's yeah. a lot. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you could probably hold your liquor maybe better than me. If I had four drinks on a date. Bro. Okay, but it's I'm drinking light beer and it's over the course of like four That's hours. Cute. Four hour date? Yeah. Sometimes I go on like long for states. If the vibe's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I have like one light beer an hour. I'm like. Okay. So basically you think like $50. Yeah, but I do think end. the man should pay. Okay, that's fair enough. But what happens if you pursued him? Um, I don't really do that anymore. But what if you did? Do you think we should split it or you should pay? No, I still think you should pay. But you pursued me. That's what we're doing right now. I <laughs> I guess... Um, if I, that, that would be my argument. I'd be like, let's split it. You pursued I guess if me. I'm, if I'm, I guess if I'm like really pursuing someone. Yeah. But I don't feel I really pursue right. ultimately i feel like guys should pay and i don't think it's that bad for guys to ask for like maybe halvesies but if a guy pursues a girl asks a girl out he should pay for sure but if the girl pursues the guy i think at that that point it's acceptable to ask to split yeah i guess maybe i don't know i feel like men should be maybe this is like backwards of me but i feel like men should be making all the first moves and paying for everything mm-hmm because I'm very much of like that mindset where everyone's like, if he wanted to, he would. Yeah, but that's also on the same front as the girls, though. If she wanted to, she would. She's going to reschedule like, OK, now I have to come out and be like, well, what about Thursday? Does Thursday work? But if she's the one who's like, we should reschedule, shouldn't she be the one who's rescheduling? Yeah, I think right. if someone cancels, they should then offer other times to meet. Yes. But I but it's like if you like if I also feel like though, if I ask someone to hang out and I make the plan. I'm like, oh, do you want to hang out this week? And then we hang out. I think then the next time he should be like. Right. It should just be reciprocated. Yeah. Both ways. Question to go back to this like four hour date. What are you thinking about after you've had a few beers and then like after a four hour date? Are you like this was the most perfect date ever? Or are you thinking like, all right, second date, it could go wrong. Because I feel like there's so many points nowadays where like the second, the third, maybe even the fourth date could go wrong and then somebody ghosts. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. In the past like three years when I've been single, I haven't gotten past like a four day date thing. Because four date is like probably almost boyfriend girlfriend. I think ish. I don't know if it's boyfriend girlfriend. Maybe it depends on like how long that span is. Four yeah. Days. Well, I actually, you know, actually weirdly just made a TikTok about this, but <laughs> but it's like also I feel like dating in the city. Wait, should we pop it up? The TikTok. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, how do we do that? Yeah, all right, we're popping it up right here. Dating in New York City is so weird because it's like such a drinking culture and also everyone's so busy all the time. So you could be seeing someone for a month and it's like, wow, every time we hang out, I get a little drunk and also I go weeks without seeing you. Do I even know you at all? <laughs> You've been out five times. I don't know your last name, okay? I can't remember what your dad does. But most importantly, are you my boyfriend yet? <laughs> everyone's busy so how often are you seeing this person once a week maybe and if you're doing drinks every time because i feel like it's a very big drinking culture but you're only seeing them once a week it's like after a month you could know absolutely nothing about them 
Because you don't remember. You're like drunk. Well, because you had a couple of drinks. And then also it's not like you're following up with them every day. So it's like on one day you like I'm three drinks deep. You're like telling me what your dad does. And then like a month later, I'm like, what? I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I feel like, like must, wait, where'd you grow up again? Exactly. Like, I feel like that must just happen if you're only seeing each other once a week and you're not like texting. But the thing is, I feel like a lot of people will do a lot of digging too before first dates, maybe after first dates. Like, oh wait, Molly went to Vassar, right? I knew I saw that on in May, 2018, something like oh, that. Oh, really? You know? Well, I mean, I know this from the last podcast, but like theoretically a guy could I guess say could. something like that. And, uh, I, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are doing digging before first dates. What do you got? What do you guys got? Maybe to say? before, but between. Maybe I really like him. Is he the one, or is this other guy the one? We'll check out this picture of him with a shirt off from this past summer. And this other guy doesn't. This guy swims with a shirt on. You know? Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. That. Sometimes, but sometimes Comparing. I'm like scared to look at the social media because it might ah. like ick me out. Okay, a new wave because of the like I was saying, kids growing up with the TikTok and Instagram now, but like. We are trying to put our best foot forward in the industry that we want to progress in. Yeah. In comedy. We're yeah. like, okay, so this is funny. This will make me do better in comedy in X amount of time. Right. But we're also like, okay, but we're also normal. Like, yes. We, well, we got a normal side. Okay. It's not just always us on stage when we're hanging out in the kitchen. Exactly. What I think is crazy is because I've been going on TikTok lately and trying to like post more, but the amount of people just like crying to the camera and talking about their like real lives just regularly is so weird, crazy to me. Very weird. And sometimes I'm like, is this person lying? Or is this like a real, like, are you really going through all this are all the, the time? emotional TikTok sometimes, or I'll see like the daily vlogs. The guy yes. like putting on his shoes, I gotta get out of bed, making his bed, changing his sheets. I'm like, bro, when's the last time you changed those sheets? Yeah, you see like, that's fake. Or there's this one girl who I follow, I'm like obsessed, and she always has like a boyfriend breaking up with her. He's always like sobbing about guy. it. No, there's like, and then one of them is like the other guy's best friend. And I'm like, and then, and then, oh my God, I did such a deep dive on this girl last night. I'm like up to like 3 a.m. watching her videos. But then she had this new guy and she's like, I really like him and she's like i'm gonna go surprise him in the city he's in the city i bought a ticket to go visit him and then everyone was like what happened and she kind of filmed it but she only like she showed her wandering around the city and then she showed her like approaching him and him from the back and him like getting like standing up and but it looked like from the back it was they were a tall person but the hair coming out of the baseball hat looked like a wig and i was like does this man even exist or is this girl just fabricating this all for content like who would, who would ever, like, you know what I, Cause like, is this all, is any of this real? There are a lot of creators that have made, I guess a lot of waves on the social media apps through lifestyle type vlogs and relatability, which I don't always, I don't always understand. Like those type of, but, um, it, but then it's like, is this even real though? Or are you just like making this shit up to seem relatable? I don't know. I feel really bad though. If I ever post something that I feel is like inauthentic. Like, imagine any one of you could do this. Write a 20-second funny joke, put up a green screen, put on laughs. You can get 150,000 likes. It's just, like, crazy. So it's tough to really know what's true. I don't know how we got into that, but I don't. it's, like, tough to know what's real. Sometimes. Wow, that is wild to me. Yeah, social media, sometimes I'm like, what is this? I fall into deep holes, though. How do you mean fall into deep holes? Like, of people. Yeah. Where I'm like, who are you? How'd you get this? <laughs> you what kind of people do you usually like to do a deep dive into like that? Oh my God. Like weird ass, like, like, um, like the 20 year olds, like 20 year like old. Which ones? Like Addison, Charlie D'Amelio. No, they're kind of boring. Cause they just like they just dance. Do dances, yeah. I like, like the ones who like 
cry to the camera and are like, what do they cry about? And why like is that interesting? Pr- like they're, it, it's not, it's just so weird because I'm like, is this real? Are you really this upset about a boy breaking up with you or like your anxiety? Maybe though. Maybe. I've been upset like that when I was And you're going to film yourself was, sobbing about it? Maybe not. That's to me is like, what's so odd. Maybe they're more comfortable. I don't know. They're being more vulnerable. That's definitely sure. But like, it's, yeah, what's the motive behind it? Do you want to show to other boys and girls across the world that it's okay to be vulnerable? It's okay to cry. You're going to be upset about your first heartbreak. But then or are you like, yo, this could get a lot of views. Well, because then sometimes they put like an emotional soundtrack underneath it. And you're like, <laughs> come on. You know what I mean? It's like, da, 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 da. Yeah. they're like, I'm so heartbroken all the time. And I'm like, are like, were you sobbing when you picked out this song? Like, yeah. what is happening here? Right, right, right. Everything's a little too coordinated here. Yeah. But I like also I'm obsessed with like, um, this is on Instagram, but there's this polyamorous couple that makes like sketches. I'm obsessed with like polyamory and like couples doing things together. Like, I'm like, fascinating. How does this work? Yeah. How does it really work? Poly- get, polyamory? Yeah. You have multiple wives or husbands, correct? Well, that's polygamy. That's not the same word. Polyamory is like what everyone in Brooklyn does. When you're like, you you're you have like, you're in an open relationship. Like you have a main primary partner and they're like your like ride or die partner. But then you like have full on relationships with other people. And then you guys like talk about it, I guess. So the main person is okay with talking about your other relationships with people? Yeah, like that's what, but, and you also, I think, can talk to the other people about your main person. Like everyone knows where they stand, but it's like you have multiple like boyfriend, girlfriends. Does that happen more with like bisexual people? No. Like this couple or that you follow? No, like I don't think either of them are bi. They're both just like their couple, a guy and a girl. And then he has relationships with other women and she has relationships with other men. Like steady relationships with other women and men? Yeah. Like they all know about each other? Yeah. And they're like, yo, what up? It's weird. Yeah. And then, and then I was, and they like do these sketches about it. But then I'm like, this is probably all based in reality. But they'll like come home and discuss the dates, like debrief. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, what if I had like a girl in the past who I had been seeing for a few months come on the podcast? I'd be like, what's wrong with me? Come on. What was the issue? I feel like it would just get so heated because I'd be like, well, you were doing this. And she'd be like, well, you were doing that. But it sounds like in this situation, people could kind of discuss and get along well. But I mean, it's just different once they once they all break up, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think like, (laughs) well, I think the thing is, is like the I think with it's like when the couple, the, the, the polyamorous couple, like. I think they don't want to break up. So it seems like even though they have relationships with other people, like that's their main one. So I don't know how I could be one of the other girlfriends. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how I could date someone who like is, has a main partner already that they like live with and stuff. And, but they're also dating me. Well, theoretically, wouldn't you have a main partner on the other side? And then that person would be the side partner. Not if I'm not polyamorous, which I'm not. So you, but, but you'd, You'd have to be in this situation. I mean, you could be monogamous, but it's like, it's th- that would somebody suck. is not, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's also complex. It is. And but I Like, relationships these days are just changing. I know. It's wild to me. I'm also like, maybe I'm not cut out for this dating scene these, in life. What do you mean? So what are you supposed to do? Exactly. Just get straight up, just get married real quick? Skip the date in part. Just, or go on Love is Blind. You've been watching oh, this new season? I haven't watched this new season yet. Um, I watched like the first episode. I've, I was never into it. My sister told me about it like a year and a half ago. So I watched season four. I thought it was good. But now this first, uh, How these first two episodes. I mean, they just get so attached because they're in a bubble by themselves for 10 days. Oh my God, it's days. So, I love it because they get so attached over like 
the weirdest thing where yeah. this girl's like, yeah. He's like, what are you wearing? A purple shirt. I'm I am wearing purple, purple socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple's my third favorite color. No yeah. way. It's my favorite it's color. Really... And then they're and like. They get so emotional about it. I know. Do you think that's real? Well, have you ever been on Birthright? We didn't discuss this last time. No, I'm not Jewish, really. Oh, no? My dad's dad, so I wasn't raised Jewish. Oh, I, I don't do, really know. Sorry, I just assumed Kornfeld. No, everyone does. Okay. And I also have a very Jewish vibe and look. I do, too. Anyway, so um, I went on Birthright, and going on that 10-day journey, being with the same people, going through, like, hard tasks. Was, like, when you're over there, I don't want to say it's propagandize if that's the correct word but there's like a lot of things that they want you to learn about the jewish culture and jewish way of being when you're over there so you're up at 7 a.m and you don't get to sleep until 11 p.m and it's just like it's a very strict schedule they give you your eight hours of sleep like as soon as you're awake you're going to masada you're going to this temple you're going to the holocaust memorial so there's a lot of emotions that are just flying you all over the place okay and when i went on birthright i went with one of my buddies but i basically fell in love with this girl over like a 10 day period. It was crazy. And then it lasted like maybe six weeks after birthright, but like no joke, like my emotions were all over the place. I cried one time a day and then like two times on one day. So I cried 11 times when I was in birthright, like no joke. My boy, Andy Brand was counting like how many times I'd cry. Like I'd cry and then try and get myself um, into a new state of mind just because we'd be at a more happy place. And then we'd go to the um, memorial, it'd be sad. Then we go to the top of the mountain, Masada, and it'd be happy. And then we'd light candles, it's sad. Then you'd uh, get some time alone with the girl that you'd like on birthright and you're happy. So it's just like a roller coaster of emotions that like you don't really know what you're signing up for. And that kind of feels like love is blind, a roller coaster of emotions. Yes. And like you're stuck with, like you, there's, you're only really available to talk to like so like yeah there's like 25 25 people in the group you know 13 girls 12 guys for the most part there's like everybody kind of has their click of six to eight people and you just get to know everybody so well because you're hiking up mountains lighting candles for however many hours i said um 16 hours a day you know it's not like you're at work with someone where you're not focused on them or maybe you'll come back to them hey margaret do you do that excel spreadsheet yeah, yeah. get that fax for me you kind of know everyone on a baseline level but this you see people cry you uh know what their favorite color is right away because there's an icebreaker game and everyone was throwing the ball at each other like well i like cantaloupe is my favorite fruit oh, i like watermelon oh my god i like watermelon too so it's like you get to know everybody on a really personal level that you wouldn't otherwise get to know in the outside world. And in Love is Blind, when you're not looking at the person, especially, I think that that you really just dig into what does this person look like? Do you think you could do Love is Blind? I don't think so, no. No, I don't think I could either. Because I'm too scared to like... To see the person. I think I think I could be. I think I would be that person that's like, no, it doesn't matter. And then if they came out and I didn't like it, I'd be like, okay, (laughs) I was wrong. Yeah, I don't know, and it's weird. And then like you'd cross off people as the days go on. You know, in the show Love Is Blind. So like maybe by like the fifth day you crossed off Carson, and then you meet Carson in the after the pod, and and he's super gorgeous. Yeah, that happens all the time on the show. Those are those are my favorite. Yeah, that happens. It's so good. There's one guy last season who was a savage to his girl, and she accused him of being like anti. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but she was like, "My this guy wants me to be anorexic," and he made some comment to oh, her. Cole. Yeah, Cole was like, oh, "You're really gonna have two oranges? We're about to have dinner in a few hours." And she's like, "What?" Oh yeah, I watched the scene and I was like, 
Is this that bad? Well, they showed the, I think they, they showed the actual clip later on in like a reunion episode where he did say, oh, you're going to have those two Clementines. Well, I do think he said like crazy shit to her before. Yeah. Like about, like, he's like, well, if I wanted, like, obviously, because she was like, oh, you were flirting with this girl and I don't. And I don't look like her. He's like, well, yeah, no shit. I knew you didn't look like her. Like, I knew your name. You're obviously not white. Like, he would just like say crazy shit. Or he'd be, one time they got in a fight and he was like, are you bipolar? That was crazy to me. What do you mean? Why do girls like will get so upset if I feel like a little thing like that is said to them? And maybe it's not even a little thing. It just digs down. Because I don't, because, okay. Because I think it's a way of like gaslighting Uh to be like, Oh, you're reacting in such a way that's so crazy. You must be bipolar because that's the only way to explain why you're angry. And it's like, maybe you're just fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, why are you like, it's it's easier to write off my feelings as mental illness than to like, listen to me tell you why I'm upset. That's so I think that's why it's like annoying or yeah maybe they should sprinkle like a therapist into the mix before well, they before they propose and also i've heard like the conditions they live in i've heard oh, lots yeah. of couples come forward and be like it's horrible yeah like they will plant people in certain places to be yeah. like well they'll plant like one lover here as the other guy is like flirting with yeah, another yeah, girl yeah. and uh it's just like really bad conditions and they feel like <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like, like hot in there. it's like culty and i'm like oh that sounds truly horrible there's so many reality shows like this that are just coming out of the woodwork and it feels like um it just all kind of has the same vibe really just messing with the contestants you know like survivor was the first one that really did that but at least you got a million dollars at the end but also you like knew what you were getting into i feel like Do this you one though and survivor shows oh, well, oh yeah yeah yeah. Survivor, these yes. ones i feel like they're like it's a love show and then it's like really stressful and they like play on your insecurities and they like don't let you talk to your like and also i think like when you're in the pods they cut you off from like talking to anyone else in your family so of course you're just like talking to these other people in this experiment and they're just validating all your craziest like feelings and fears so it's like of course you're so like in it you're not mentally aware like of course you've convinced yourself you love this person you don't fucking know them and you can't talk to like anyone rational about what you're feeling or going through because everyone else is just like crying with you in the pods and then to do like that mental kind of wizardry it's like the same thing and too hot to handle i've seen a few episodes oh my of that god wait where, like, I you're actually... not allowed to have sex with the people who are near you and you find this out like a day in, into the second day or something yeah i love too hot to handle but i feel like that show is a scam because the first season, maybe not, but the second season, it's like the show came out. Oh, but you know what? I think they actually finished filming the first one and then immediately filmed the second one before the first one aired. How many seasons do they have now? And Can you describe it? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so it's like four or five. But Two Hot to Handle is like they interview a bunch of people who are just hot and horny is like the plot of the show. <laughs> and they have like 10 hot and horny singles come to this island. And this is the part that's crazy, though, is that they say like, oh, you're coming for like a show where you just party and have sex. And it's like, who would agree that that like who would... Well, I would it's be like Jersey Shore, though. But Jersey Shore is like you're around other people. It's not like you're going to a fancy island to just meet other people and yeah, fuck like them. Like twenty other people. Yeah, like there's something about that that I would be like, that's what's the point of the show? Like, is there an end game for this show? Um, and then uh, they get there, and then there's like this cone shows up, like a like a Alexa cone, and she's like, this isn't partying. The Caribbean, it's actually too hot to handle. And everyone's like, fuck! Yeah, they're like, fuck! And it's like, you can't, no heavy petting, no kissing, no sex, no masturbation, which I think is crazy. 
the masturbation one, I'm like, well, these people jerk off. I remember the, <laughs> the guy went into the shower and oh he did God. it and he that, that got minus $10,000. Oh yeah. And then every the time you pool. do anything, they lose money. Um, but I feel, but then it's like so funny because there's always the people who like don't match up with anyone. And then they're like, stop spending all the money, you know? And they usually get kicked off the people who don't match with well, anyone. Well, the people who don't match with anyone and also aren't trying. Like they have to be willing to open up, but some of them are like, but I'm just here to party and I don't want a serious. And then those people get voted off. Or if people like keep breaking the rules, they get voted off. But those people on those shows are like so fucking toxic and crazy. Did you ever watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Yeah, but that one is almost like too long and boring. Like at, yeah. it, like the episodes become very bad. I really you want have to get really invested to it. You want to be The Bachelorette? No. Oh, I want to watch the one with the old. The, old... Oh, the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, where everyone's like cool. in their 60s and 70s. Oh, even the women are? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So the guy, for the most part, I think, yeah, he looks like he's probably like 60, 65, around that age. Yeah, but then I think the he's women 70. Are, really? Yeah. And it I, looks good. I know. And then how old are the women supposed I to think be? they're in their 60s. Like all of them are in their 60s? I think a lot. Most of them are. I haven't watched. But you think he's down I've, for that? I've read, well, yeah. I've read like, um the I've seen some of the bios. Yeah. Okay, that, that'll be a fun show because I feel like those people will be maybe a little bit more mature. I think so, because also the other thing that's crazy to me is that they're better about it on Love is Blind. But like even in the this day and age on like The Bachelor and um, like Too Hot to Handle, well, yeah, it's like everyone is like so thin and built like it's everyone kind of looks like the ver like versions of each other. You know what I mean? Like there's no one. Eat, like with a Whoa. different body type or love look. is bl love is blind no love is blind yeah. is good about it but yeah. like the other like the bachelor still every girl is like a sorority girl every yeah. contestant is like a size zero yeah um and all the guys have like eight packs and kind of <laughs> look exactly the same you know what i mean it's like yeah. where's like your joe schmoes okay don't they want to find love too yeah you know so and it, also the bachelor like didn't have black people on it for so long it was really? crazy yeah they didn't have their first like black like bachelor bachelorette for like way too long was it that what was her name was it the, the rachel no the more recent one who was black the girl oh i Tyla. i i haven't watched it in like years tyra i forget her name but it, it seemed like it was pretty recent when uh fuck, i forget her name but that's messed up yeah i remember rachel was the first one i watched her season and um and then she's the one who like had a conversation with Tasha. Oh, right. I do remember hearing about her, but I didn't okay. watch that season. Okay. But Rachel was the first black bachelorette. And then, cause she was like, but she, and then she like kind of went on to like be a spokesperson for like black women in the industry. And then she's the one who had that interview with Chris Harrison and got him like essentially fired. Cause he said something like kind of racist to her. And then that's what like got him like canceled. Did you watch the most recent season of The Bachelor or no? No, I didn't. One of the girls I know like pretty well. She was friends with my ex-girlfriend and she like made it down to the final three. That's crazy. I'm like yeah. also that show also I feel like you're not. It's not real because also you're being like flown around the country to be with these. Like this isn't just like normal <laughs> dates. You know what I mean? Like it's so crazy. We rented the Kakua suite for you. And I know. Hawaii. You're like swimming really? in a waterfall. $25,000 a night. I know. And then you're going to go out to just like like Target. a diner one night yeah Costco. like doesn't make any sense would you go on the show being all that you are now molly comedian funny girl and she's trying to pursue the bachelor would you go on it um no for a number of reasons but the main one is they don't pay you until you get to a certain episode and you're paid based on your like screen time and they only pay for your first look 
you have to bring all your own clothes and you have to do all your own makeup and hair and shit. What do you mean pay for the first look? Like, you know, when women, like, you come in. come out of the limo? Yeah, they buy that dress for you. Right. That's when they look the best, probably. But every other, like, what's a rose ceremony, that's all your own crap. You do your own hair and makeup for that shit. Like, it's women must go bankrupt to like reality shows are savage with their rules dude and then and then it's like if you don't make it to episode four you don't get money right so what you spent a million dollars on all these dresses in (laughs) case you make it far you've left your job you're humiliated on tv yeah and now you don't even get money for that you've lost so much money you get some clout right but if you don't if you don't even make it to episode four like you probably had no screen time anyway yeah you just get one clip of you crying like why am i good enough you know what I mean? It's like, what? That's so sad. I wonder if there's an idea for a reality show where everybody wins. Um, well, or if get, there ever was one. Well, now they have Bachelor in Paradise, which is still like kind of mean, but that's like. What's that? It's like all the people who didn't win The Bachelor from different seasons all come together on like this beach and like fucking try to win money. I think only one couple at the end wins all the money, but a lot of them get together and i think some of them get married a couple of them have gotten married from that show so and you get to meet other people in the bachelor universe because all those people fuck each other it's yeah, so crazy right and they all like go on each other's podcasts and stuff oh my god yeah i sometimes listen to or i haven't listened to the the podcast episodes are way too long but like the vial vial files nick vial nick vial yeah he i've seen a lot yeah he i think his podcast is pretty like successful but he was like a vil- he was on the bachelor for like several different seasons bachelorette like I think he, oh, like after he lost, he came back. He lost. He made it to top two uh-huh. one season, <laughs> lost, then came back like two seasons later for a different girl. Got really far with her, lost, then became then was on Bachelor in Paradise, and and everyone had hated him because he was so annoying on this show. And then he had was like on Bachelor in Paradise, and everyone really liked him, and he didn't really pursue anything with anyone, but he just like kind of won America back over, and then he was the Bachelor. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe he was on that Tasha season, maybe, if I remember correctly. No, he maybe was on not. the season. Oh, no. no, he was on the seasons with Andy and then with... Andy, I remember her. And then, Andy Dorfman. Yeah. Oh, my God, I DM'd her one time. That oh my, was so embarrassing, like, no, what, I DM, like, eight years ago? I DM people like that all the time. Yeah? I used to, I used to DM so many people from, have you seen FBI Island? Because those people aren't really yes. that famous, and I don't think that has as much viewership. That's the one Nikki Glaser hosts. Okay. And it's like... The premise is so stupid, but there's three girls and there's only like nine episodes a season. There's three girls and then they have like a bunch of guys for to win over these three girls and half the guys are self-proclaimed fuckboys and half the guys are self-proclaimed nice guys. And then they have to like pick one and they also have to like figure out who's a fuckboy and who's a nice guy. But like even the nice guys are just self-proclaimed nice guys. Like yeah, you could they still fuckboys. Exactly. That's a crazy name for a show, I will say. FBoy Island? Yeah, who invented that term? It must have been you ladies back a few years ago. Yeah. He's a fuckboy. What does that even mean? It just means he, like, just doesn't want to settle down. He just wants to, like, hit it and quit it. <laughs> all right. You know? All right. But that show, I used to, like, DM the people from all the time. Have you ever slid into a DM and it's worked out successfully, gone on a few dates? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's rarely worked. No. I mean, like recently, I haven't done it, but in the past, I used really. to do it to like Bravo people too all the time. Oh yeah, but they, I feel like they're almost too famous. Actually, like Bravo lebs are pretty famous, like Below Deck and stuff. Yeah, like Summer House, Southern Charm. Uh-huh. I have to cut this part out, but with me. Oh really? And she was like one of the first, one of the only girls who's ever asked me out on a date. Oh wait! She's like, what a fun fact! 
Oh my God. That's pretty funny. Wow. That's pretty funny. This is what, I guess, uh, I don't know, six years ago, five or six years ago. Yeah. And I was like, let's do it. And then nothing ever really happened to it. I wasn't really into it. Back to our reg- regularly scheduled programming. But yeah, I DM those people all the time and they don't get back to me. But I have to shoot my shot. Yeah. Sometimes they don't get back to me, but they do watch all my Instagram stories. What's the deal with that? I think it's they want they don't want to accept. They don't want to click accept on the message. To no, show I know. But who would look at a story and not message back? I That's think they want to be like, who is me. this person? I don't know. It happened to me pretty recently. Like I was texting with this girl and she was just watching my stories and not getting back to me. I was like, okay, that actually pisses me off when I'm like texting someone and they're not responding to me, but they are watching my Instagram stories. I'm like, you're obviously on your phone, bro. That's weird. Also, like, I also think it's, I'm just, that's why like, if you're like casually dating someone, I don't think, what do you think about this? I don't think we should follow each other on social media. Well, hi, that's a, that's a, like an interesting point. Like, when do you when do you follow the other person on social media? I think you follow the other person on social media when it's like when your boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, at least you're exclusive. Yeah, 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 exclusive. But like, that takes how many dates? Oh, Three, four, no, five, six. I think a while. Yeah, but like, if you're like have go- if you're like dating someone for a month, I don't know if you need to follow each other. Yeah, we. I don't think people really know about that. I mean, you know? I know like people but will jump the gun even before other, the first no, date. Other people like, like doing it, and that's I what, guess fine. Following, following each other, yeah. I mean, I'll fo- like if someone follows me, I'll follow back. But I'm not like. Here's the thing. I guess I'll follow you, but I'm actively not like seeking out your content. Like if you upload something, I'm not gonna like. If you post a story, I'm not going out of my way to see like what you're up to. I'll ignore it. Like I don't want to know. It seems like a boundary thing. Like. I don't know. It's creepy to me. What if you're like out with people? What if you're what out? Do you, what do you mean? Well, it's like, <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'll like post on social media because like no one, like my friends just follow me and I'll be like going on a date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then if you start seeing someone and they follow you, then I'm like, and they're well, watching that. I can't post going on a date and I don't, but what if other people are like, but then again, that speaks to like if you have a joke about that person and you post it like on like doing stand up with it. Well, I see. I I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? If you're like, if you follow me and we're like actively still seeing each other, I'm not posting a joke about you on social media, about you specifically. I wouldn't do that. Have you done that? I think. And they follow you. Yeah. Is it a mean joke? No. Just an observa- observational joke, maybe. About some, but or it's specific about, to them. Maybe, like, I'll talk about, like, dates that I had been on this past week, like, on the pod, maybe. I mean, like, if you're listening, I don't know what to, I don't know what to well, do. Well, okay, I guess that, yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I mean? You got to do what you, you do. Yeah, that's true. But something about, like, the Instagram story to me is, like, so intimate. It is, you're right. Like, me, like, it's like. Because it's only up for 24 hours, exactly, as they say. Exactly, and, like, so, and I feel like people are always, like, I'm always posting when I'm, like, out at a bar with my friends, just, like, being fucking stupid. And, like, I don't, I don't feel like I need to see if a guy I'm dating is at the bar with his friends being fucking stupid. It seems like it's, I'm, like, crossing a line, a boundary. I don't know. We're all figuring it out, I think. Yeah. Us Gen Zers. We're Gen Z, right? No, I'm not Gen Z. What are we? I'm millennial. We're like the same age. Are okay, we? millennium. Oh. 31. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We're millennials. We're, we're not Gen Z? No. When is Gen Z? Gen Z is like... I don't know any of this. It's like three years younger than us. I think we're like the uh, end of millennial. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. 
the dating world it's it's wild it's crazy how much has changed since even our parents were having kids at 30 that was normal oh my god i know now kids having comics having kids at 30 what's going on you know, yeah, now I'm like, are people still having children? Yesterday, my yeah, dad was like, question. comedy can't be all you have in your life, Molly. You have to have something else. I think he was like, I was like, are you coding? Are you like, he's like, like when you kids were born, that changed everything. And I'm like, are you telling me to have kids? Yeah, it sounds like it. My yeah. grandma the other day was like, everybody's dead these days. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. Nobody's having kids. Everyone's dead. It's pretty funny. That is funny. Yeah. But like also the world <laughs> is ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. So Ben Hurwitz, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar, a comedian came on the pod and he was saying that too. He's about to have a kid in like two months. He was like, you know, the world's about to end. We're sinking. And I was talking about how uh, Manhattan is trying to build like a huge retaining wall. It's going to cost like $120 Are billion. They dollars. They for put, like rising. They, yeah. Rising sea levels. They put a proposal in, in like March for $120 billion to go like all the way down Queens and stuff. But I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen, but. Just interesting that that like it's finally come to putting proposals together and putting that much money. And you know, if they're saying 120 bill, it's, it's going to be like 250. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, so I'm like, is what's even happening in the world? You know what I mean? I don't know. Comedy's been pretty fun, right? You've been having a good time. Yeah, I have been. But like, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, we're all this shit's what gonna be this? over so soon. What is this? I'm down for like an asteroid to just hit. We're all asleep. We don't have time to call our parents and bug. Oh my god, I'm I know. Just like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. need like the tsunami wave coming in. We got ten minutes to freak out. Oh my god, yeah, I don't need the like. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen um, Deep Impact? I think I've heard of it. What is that? It's like this movie about. I think it is about like an asteroid that Elijah Wood is like a kid at science camp and he oh, discovers I it. Okay. I know. And he's like a kid and he discovers this like asteroid. And then the government's like preparing for the world to end, and they all have to like. They're trying to like stop this asteroid from hitting. How long do they have though? Like, like, like two years. 36 hours. Oh man. That's it's like a brutal amount of time. I know. And so, and then like, but everyone who's aware of it is like, I have to get somewhere safe. Like we have to do this. Safe. Oh, it's just the people like in the NASA or in government, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. then like S. Elijah Wood somehow finds out. I don't know how he's involved. He like discovers he's it. He's like at, a mathematician. He, no, he's tw like 12. Like he discovers it at like science camp. And then they're like, by the way, this is going to kill everyone and um <laughs> and he's like oh my god and then they have like a place where they're taking a few people to like survive it out but like when you're like oh i don't know I'd be i don't like, want to be in the survival shelter with like okay, 20 wait. other people this is a very important question so i've also been watching a lot of zombie movies i love a zombie movie and i've been thinking people are like oh if like the zombie apocalypse happened what like what would you do like i have friends who are like i would just like become a zombie whatever i have friends who are like i'd f like try to stay alive in the zombie apocalypse and like fight you know and um i also have people who are like i just like let like i'd just die like i'd easily like you would become a zombie so like the first thing you said well yeah i guess well but it's like you could die but not from a zombie bite i guess because i think people are going to be like shooting off weapons and being fucking crazy yeah you know what, what was that? What was that movie? Do you ever see that movie with Sandra Bullock? It was on Netflix, Bird Box or something. Yes. Wasn't that kind of like a zombie apocalypse? Yes. Like if kind you saw of. the bird, you became crazy. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you saw the thing, you like went nuts and yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had you to keep your eyes things. closed yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. What like, would I do? You're asking. Yeah. I think at some point I'd just be like, all right, whatever. I'll be a zombie. It's like how long? What's even going to be the fun of surviving? No, the it would time be it would be like, constant struggle. And then you have to rebuild society. 
I can't do anything where I'm rebuilding society. Honestly, if there was zombie apocalypse, this is a dark. Okay. But if someone, if it started coming on the news, like zombies are here and it's like a big thing that we like every, I would just kill myself. I'm not going through the whole thing. I don't want, I'm not going to. Would you go on the street though and just let yourself get bitten by a no, zombie? No, I don't no, want the zombie. Take, no, I'd take stay in my. Need to I'd like Advil, like 400 of them. Yeah, I'd stay in my apartment. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not letting a fucking zombie eat me, bitch. Yeah. But I'm also I, not going to try to live, fight through this. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the scarier things, if you think about just the studio here, you know, podcasts yeah. do. If like start, people started going in through like the, the trash <gasps> that is pit so and scary. then like climbing up the wall and started breaking my windows there, I'd be like, what? I, I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. I don't think you can do much. Like, yeah, I'd get maybe a rifle. I don't even know if I'd get a rifle. Well, you'd yeah, have I'd to probably get a rifle. But you'd I'd, have to, like, wanna, leave your house to get the rifle. Yeah. I'd maybe ha- hopefully have enough, like, uh, chutzpah beforehand to be like, yeah, I'm going to go get a gun and I'm surviving this. Let's go. You have to need, you need a shelter. I don't know. The thought of a zombie apocalypse is definitely not the way that I want the world to end. No, it'd be horrible. What? Who invented zombies? Like that, like the story of zombies. Because there's no real history on it, right? Somebody one day was just like, oh, well, imagine if somebody got a disease and they just all wanted to eat other people. It's like a vampire. Yeah, I don't know how zombies got started. But then did you see The Last of Us? <laughs> no, what was that? I've heard of that. It was movie. like the zombie like drama on HBO. But the way the zombie does it, it like you become a zombie through like fungus and people and then people are like, but you like if fungus can adapt to like thrive in people like this could happen. And I was oh, like, that's like more so like what happened to you 2020 potentially like if COVID got to people and then they were just like, uh, is it my phone? No, your phone's ringing. Sorry. Oh, is it? Um, it's all in my purse. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. But it's okay. But um, I feel like if people got COVID and then they would want to like eat people to get more, that can maybe be a situation. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, people got COVID and wanted to eat other people? Yeah, you didn't read this? No, I'm talking about, you're talking about if like a fungus got attached to a body yeah, yeah, that yeah. made you want to yeah, yeah, eat yeah. people? Is that what you're I saying? I think the fungus like took you're over. Like, what? I think, the, I think it was like the fungus like took over the body, like took over yeah, the organism. Yeah. And then like thrived like that. So like you die as the fungus takes over your body. I don't know how zombies, I don't know how eating people came into it though. Yeah. You're talking about into our conversation here or how people just started. No, into even, even into that TV show. Yeah. I don't know. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. How do you feel about him? I think he was eerie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, isn't that the general consensus? I don't know. Some people think he's hot, right? Yeah. I don't get that. And that the Ted Bundy thing, girls are freaking out. Like, he's so hot. Like, he Is will he? kill you, girl. But it, was he even attractive? Yeah, he's a good looking guy-ish. I, like, they had Zac that. Efron play him in that movie. I'm like, well, he didn't oh look like Zac God. Efron. Yeah, definitely not. Right? Five foot six, jacked. I know. Yeah, but then really, player. but then I did watch the Dahmer show. Or not Dahmer. What, what, no, what's the show called Dahmer? With what's his name in it? With Zac Efron, the show? No. The show Dahmer with that other guy in it. Evan Peters? Maybe. Yeah, with a guy who really looked like him. I didn't even watch it. The f- beginning of the show, the first minute, a lady comes around to his uh, hotel room and she was like, it smells like rotting oh my God, animal that, bones. It was I was like, like, all right, I'm out of here. It was honestly like this. too depressing and weird for me to watch. Yeah, like it was too I dark. I don't watch it. But I thought they made, in that show, made him seem probably what I've like less hot than he must have been in person. Because he must have been charismatic to get guys home with him. Right? It was guys? Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer was gay. Stop. Yeah, wait. Do you know nothing? Yeah, he'd pick, <laughs> no, I had no. He'd pick up guys from what gay about gr- clubs. Girls too, though. No. Stop. Jeffrey Dahmer was full on gay. 
Yeah. No girls. He didn't kill any girls. He must have. I don't think so. I think it was like all guys most and mostly like black men. And then he would like, you know, do and what, what, what was the zombie thing he did? He'd like cut. He'd like keep them like they would die. But then he'd like try to like make like in keep their wieners. I think he'd like inject things into their bodies, like try to bring them back to life. He wanted like zombie sex slaves or some crazy ass shit. Damn. A lot of people have things that they just can't talk about that they really like, huh? That probably being one of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that he needed some help. Yeah. You know, but also I think if you keep watching the show, I didn't watch because it, it was disturbing. But I think he was like really disturbing as a kid and his parents were just like. Whatever. Oh, he's like killing cats. Yeah. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. I was watching on YouTube the other day. This is part of my bit, a bit that I have, but I'll implement it into this story. I was watching it and this guy was talking about how he is addicted to eating sofas. I was like, what? He said, I need to get a new sofa every two weeks. Just keep eating my sofa. Just cut to a clip of him eating the sofa. That's it's like that, a crazy addiction. That's a really, that's a real thing where people like have to eat, like they eat like weird stuff and they can't stop eating weird stuff. What do you mean? Like just like macaroni and cheese for you? No, no, no. Like <laughs> objects, like shoes and stuff that you're like not supposed to eat. It must fuck up your system. I am sure. Like you just are eating whatever is even in a freaking... I mean, so there's far. obviously no nutrition, but it's like stuff you shouldn't be putting in your body <laughs> no. at all. That's so scary. Remember, um, what was that? Was that MTV show called My Strange Addiction? What was that? Maybe. Show I thought it was like TLC or something. Oh, maybe it was. What are you talking about the MTV show though? MTV show was like my secret or something. It was like people talked about like their weird secrets they had. What was the weird one? Like some, like a woman would drink bleach. Oh, isn't that crazy? Yes. That's so wild to me. People are weird. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all just doing the best we can. Yeah. But yes, there they are. People are odd and disturbing. You got anything exciting coming up? Career wise, professionally wise, personally wise? Let's see. I'm performing at a college soon. I've never performed at a college. Performing at Dartmouth. Ooh. Yes. Very nice in New Hampshire. Yeah. In Ivy League. For yes, those of you who I know. don't know. Nice. I know. So I'm like going to You're going to tell Ivy them League you're school? from Vassar. You're like, I went to a very well known small liberal arts I will school, probably, actually. I will probably let them know. I think I'm just like hosting, honestly, a Dartmouth comedy show. What does that mean? Like the Dartmouth kids want to do comedy. Oh, and you're hosting it? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, but I've never performed at a college before, so I'm excited. I don't know if, but if it's like a comedy show for the kids in the college. Like for them to do comedy too. I don't think it's like a, I don't know if it's like a full student body thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but still it should be fun. And I just have some like little shows lined up around the city, you know, but I don't think anything like, I don't have any like specific. Nothing to announce. Nothing to announce. Well, like really. Well, you're you know on stage I mean? every night. So if you want to see her, you go yeah, to yeah. Their And Instagram. I post all, all my shows on Instagram. But I was going to say, um, Starting stand-up comedy in college like that, especially in like f- front of, in front of a probably a big audience that they're gonna have, I'd say that that's a great start. And a lot of people don't start comedy, you know, when they're in college like that. You're, you'll hear about kids who do it, but people don't really seems like start until they're out of college or well, a I, little bit older. Maybe so at Vassar, there were several comedy troops. Yeah, and a few of the people in the comedy troops. I didn't do comedy at Bowser. Yeah, you didn't start until your house burned down. Yeah, until my house burned down. But, uh, like, so of the comedy troops uh, that I saw, because it was such a small school, like, two people from them did comedy here for a while, too. And I don't think one of them still does, but one of them, I think, still does. I see her around. 
but there were so many people in the comedy troops who like moved to the city and then like never did comedy again. And then other people from my college that do comedy weren't in the comedy troops too. So I'm like, does it even, I guess you'd really have to like. Yeah. People don't really start to blossom until exactly. they're later in age, I exactly. guess. 30s at some point. Maybe yeah. Late 20s. So I'm like, does it like, I guess if I had figured it out that early, that's what I wanted to do. But, but when your parents were doing comedy in the city, did you like go to a lot of shows with them? No, no you weren't really interested. I couldn't care less. Really? Yeah. Even now when I'm not like on a show, I rarely go just like see comedy. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm not famous yet. <laughs> maybe I should hang more. No, but that's, a, I mean, but that's a normal thing. People don't really, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's to each, to each their own people hanging and going on show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever I'm like on a show and, and other people are on the show, but I'm just like, talk like. No one's paying attention. Well, exactly. I'm chatting in like the green room or whatever at yeah. the bar. And people are sometimes like, oh, so-and-so's on stage. I really want to catch their set. And my first thought is always like, really? <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, I know. Like, I mean, if anyone said that to me too, I'd be like, why do you want to see Let's my set? some jokes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. just like, don't you already kind of know what's like, I feel like we all kind of know each other's sets already. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's funny. I cannot, I really cannot. Well, I, you mentioned that, but I really cannot reference many people's jokes unless I've seen them like maybe on TV or I've seen their set like multiple times. You know? Yeah, actually, yeah. Maybe it's just like I feel like we all kind of know each other's vibe. Maybe that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, like you know their personality. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess it's more of that. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, do I have to sit here and like yeah, watch yeah, all yeah. your jokes? Waste, waste ten minutes. And then, then I also feel like the, cause a lot of the times people will be like, "How was that? Was that okay? Do, do you experience that?" And then I'm like, I had to have an opinion yeah, on it too. Like, like, how was the crowd? Hot, good. Yeah, they're like, did did that joke land? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, but also it's like, I'm not a critic. I'm just watching. I'm just yeah, not really. Shit. I'm just not really paying attention. You know, I'm just like vibing. I don't want to work for you too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm doing yeah. enough by getting up there. Yeah, it takes lich. a lot of energy. Lich. Lich. Literally, like lich. <laughs> That's what the young kids are saying. Are they? I think. Wow. There's a lot of new slang like every week. I know. Fire. I can't keep up. Dead ass. Lich. Lich was fire. Dead ass. Bet. Bet. Cap. No cap. No cap. You know about that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, is that. <laughs> was that our conversation? I think this is our conversation. Molly, thank you so uh, much for coming to Thanks for having this me. This is really great. Every time we talk, I think we have a great time. Oh, Guys, yeah, it's Molly so fun. Kornfeld, she's quite the comedian. Check thank her out. You. Molly, oh. before you get out of here, we're going to pop up your Instagram right here. Please let us know where we can find you, okay, what this Instagram is, and um, what Mo you're looking forward to. Oh, do I? Oh, so I tell you, or are you just going to pop? I think you do both. Okay, it's at Molly Kornfeld, <laughs> Molly underscore Kornfeld, K O R N F E L D. And that's on, I think, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, X now, actually, yes. and threads. <laughs> And YouTube, I believe. And anything coming up that you're excited for? This Dartmouth gig? The Dartmouth gig is I'm pretty I'm pretty When is that? that? Um it's in a couple weeks. October thirteenth. Not Friday the thirteenth, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, we love that. Yeah, in October, Friday the thirteenth, and I'm at an Ivy League school. And you've been in your zombie phase, so everything will line up perfectly. I know. I'm very excited. Absolutely. Okay. Guys, thanks so much for watching Thank and you. tuning in. Molly, thanks so much for coming oh God, on. We'll for see you next me. time. Peace.